Getting ready for week 11, and there is a great chance that your fantasy football matchup this week is decided in prime time. Seahawks-Cardinals Thursday night. Chiefs-Raiders Sunday night. Rams-Bucks Monday night. We got a great slate of primetime games and some really strange ones in the main slate. Let's talk about it all, and let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott Yo. and Tom. Hey, everybody. So we are at week 11, gentlemen. There are three weeks left of the fantasy regular season for most leagues. If it's not three, it's four. Uh, how are we feeling? I got some monster matchups coming up. I have some huge games yeah, this week too. I have like in two leagues, I'm like, I think I'm four and six in both of them actually. So I'm like right hovering, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make my climb. But in both those leagues, I play the team that is nine and one. So it's a, uh, it's a true David versus Goliath in okay. my client. If I climb to make the playoffs, I'll remember this week as the week that sealed it for me. Hopefully this will be no, the movie. No one wants Probably to lose win. In both. <laughs> What was that, Tom? No one wants you to win if you're playing that guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Everybody wants the guy with nine wins to keep to continue to win and keep the guys like me that are scraping for that final spot out. Um, that's what it feels like for me. I have a couple of leagues where I'm where like, I'd say probably half my leagues. I'm like comfortably. I feel good. I'm going to be in. And then the other half, one of them I'm toast. And but like there's like three of them where like, you know, if I get a couple wins at the end of the season, I could maybe sneak into all of them. Is it likely I do? Probably not, but it'll be fun to follow for sure. I'm sitting yeah, I, pretty for the most part. I'm I'm feeling good about this year. That's great, Tom. That's Thanks, what we love man. to hear. Thanks, dude. It's always it's been good. A good year. Yeah, good. Keep the good times rolling, baby. <laughs> we need it for podcast credibility. Oh, a lot of Antonio Gibson, a lot of Tyree Kill. You know, just been fine for the most That'll part. That'll do. Some Josh Allen, sprinkle it in. Some Phil yes. and Hines stack. <laughs> Phil Hines. <laughs> when you need it most. <laughs> Phil Hines, what a guy. All righty. So uh, we've got lots to dive into, so let's get into it. Let's talk about this Thursday night game. One of my favorite matchups, I think, of the year just in terms of where these two teams currently stand. Seahawks all of a sudden in need of a win. Cardinals all of a sudden at the top of the NFC West. Perfect time for these two teams to be playing each other. So you whistle it out and you bring the points, and that's what these two teams are going to do. I don't even know if anyone actually picked this game, but it was just so glaringly obvious that it's a shootout that I had to sneak the drop in there for sure. Yeah, I mean, Tom does have his payup, I believe, in this one. And Tom, let's hear about Tyler Lockett this week because this yeah, is I'm, a this is an awesome pick. Yeah, I love Tyler Lockett this week, Scott. I thought you had this game, but I uh, just double reference the Scott or the Doc. <laughs> Sorry, still looking at your name. Um, <laughs> we are one. Me and I'll the Doc. I'll take the shootout one, for worry. this one because I didn't actually put one in. Uh, I did Perfect. pick a uh, a stinker though. But Tyler Lockett, sixty seven hundred on DraftKings, which is an amazing price. Um, still technically a pay up though, seventy eight hundred on uh, FanDuel. Look, you're still going to get very, very good coverage on uh, DK Metcalf. He's really asserted himself as the wide receiver one in the offense. We were even just talking last week about um, 
Cole Ramsey. Beasley. Le- well, oh, Cole yeah, Beasley but- leaves the game with double-digit targets. Um, when you're playing Arizona, there's going to be passes to go around, right? Tyler Lockett's still a guy who dropped a 50-burger <laughs> this year, right? Um, if Against you're gonna be this able- very Cardinals team. <laughs> exactly. So if you're, if you're going to be able to get a guy with that kind of ceiling for that kind of price, um, obviously you're never sitting him in a redraft league, but for that kind of price with, you know, the wide receiver one potential of the week, uh, give it to me every time he avoids the banner coverage. Tyler Lockett can play out of the slot. He's just a very versatile player. He can do a little, uh, his three cone drill Dance, better than DK low. Metcalf, <laughs> right? He's going to get uh, down even though tonight, DK you think? Metcalf is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think Tyler Lockett might do make a little love and get down tonight on Thursday night. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's got he's got the moves, and that's really what it takes to uh, get out in space. I mean, he went berserk, and it was never like twenty targets. It was he didn't even make a contested catch in that game. Like he was just running wide open the entire game. And what has Arizona's defense done against slot receivers that makes you think that they can adjust and cover Tyler Lockett like this? I don't think they can. Now Tyler yeah. Lockett does come into this questionable, but as of Wednesday. Schefter is reporting that they play. So if he starts, you have to play him. And if you're yes. playing against him, you have to be terrified yeah. of yeah. this game I mean, until you there's are, triple zeros in the fourth. You are every week when you play against Tyler Lockett, and I think anybody involved in this offense, but especially Lockett. Um, historically, this has been a bad matchup for him. If you remember, I shut him down the first time around. I will not be doing <laughs> oh, yeah. that again. Very um, smart. So we'll see. And, and I do think uh, him being bag- banged up could play a, flat- a factor in this game. If you remember last year, Tyler Lockett had some games where he played banged up, and he was completely useless, especially the second half of the year last year. He was a huge loser down the stretch. But uh, I do think if Schefter says he's going to play, he's worth paying up for in this matchup. Just make sure you check your lineup and make sure you know if he's out, make the move to switch him out. Yeah, he's yep. slated to play. The, he's the He got the official expected to play, which is as good as it gets in, in my book. Yeah, if Schefter says you're going to play, you're going to play. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's dealing with that injury, so I guess you could pivot to, like, David Moore or something, if not, and he would probably be ridiculously cheap in DraftKings and FanDuel. So yeah, very something much to look so. out for if you're playing that captain mode or something like that. Yeah. Right. All right, we go to the Sunday slate. Uh, we got only four, four o'clock, so hope you enjoyed that five and six split last week. I Like we said before, you're likely never to get it again. Uh, but we start off strong with my stinker of the week, Bengals going to Washington to play a football team. Yeah, all right, I'll see you guys there. <laughs> Bengals offense did to not... To play the football team. A football team in Washington, <laughs> that is correct. I mean... I want to believe in the uh, I want to believe in the Bengals offense. I think, you know, T Higgins has been great alongside Tyler Boyd and their two wide receiver sets. They've been yeah. awesome together. I thought about but stinkering this game as well. It, it just doesn't look really enticing stinkering. for this one. Like <laughs> the football team have the defense that can slow down the Bengals. They have a good pass rush. They got a lot of different options of pass rushing. Yeah, while you're there, let me get in the stream. Let's get in the stream. Real quick. A very important note about the streams this week. Scott's birthday is this weekend. And so uh, as a birthday gift to him, he gets final say on the official streams <laughs> at quarterback, tight end and defense. Yeah, we were, we were talking about this. I was like, oh, great. What a gift. Putting all the pressure of all the, the stream picks on me. What a what an awesome gift. I get Yeah, don't worry week. about it, Scott. By that logic, I have like week 15. So no pressure. <laughs> yeah. 
So, it's not I mean, the championship, if you want to redeem- actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. It'll just be the semifinals for your week, Tom. No pressure. I mean, if you want to redeem it earlier, Tom, like we're going to do it for you too. Like you can just <laughs> redeem it earlier. So um, there's like actually some interesting uh, hops in the stream we could take this week. Um, Alex Smith threw for 390 last week, and I know that's crazy. He's you can't one, get off of that he, number. He's one of my guys. Exactly. You know, he's one of those guys like uh, Nick Foles last week who didn't go too well that I like to throw in. That's like no ownership, right? Seven percent on Yahoo, three percent on ESPN. Alex Smith, like I said, he threw for 390. This is a matchup that can be had through the air, which also brings me to Logan Thomas, who's 45 percent owned on Yahoo, 25 percent owned on ESPN. Stack he's em. probably yeah. If you want to go to the stream and stack something this week, Alex Smith. Logan Thomas, let's ride. It'll be like when you're hiking and you see like those rocks piled on top of each other. Like one rock will be Alex <laughs> Smith. The next one will be it's a very Logan delicate Thomas. stack that could fall apart. And so honestly, easily. you can put another one. You can put another rock on that pile and put the Washington defense. I wouldn't mind them, especially like Joe Burrow's kind of showing his rookie right now. Um, who knows? But I, like he just takes a lot of sacks, Joe Burrow. Also that. He he's been sacked at least three times, and I think seventy five percent of their games. So if you're, you're a, a good Gio Bernard hater, then you know the logic here is that the Washington football team is pretty good uh, against the pass, and then that the Bengals won't even have Joe Mixon in all likelihood. He's basically yep. got the Schefter says he's out treatment, and so I would expect that Geo is the guy toting the rock. Yeah, make sure you check that waiver if people gave up on him too. Never. He should be owned. Um, he's like a. He's, oh yeah. He's, Anybody he's a, who drafts Joe Mixon should know that they need to draft Gio Bernard and roster him the entire year. Yeah, it's, it's really like that. He's yeah. so good as a backup. Pay me what you want. Oh, we're paying him. You know who's good as a starting wide receiver in the NFL? The great Irish receiver, Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin, the pride of Ireland. Um, what a matchup this is against Cincinnati. He's Rob been awesome. number 17 um, Irish wide receiver. And I think, you know, you go, you look at the stream and you say, oh, Alex, you got Alex Smith out there and you have Logan Thomas. So you obviously flag this matchup as one that's favorable for the Washington pass game. Well, what does that mean? Their absolute target hog, hog and their air yards leader hog is going to get the ball and do damage in this game. McLaurin's floor has been incredible this year. Yep. So at 7,300 on FanDuel, 6,900 on DraftKings, you're paying for a rock-solid floor, a, a, as good a floor as maybe any receiver in the league not named Devontae Adams, honestly. And the ceiling in this matchup, I think, could be incredibly high as well. Hasn't scored in a couple of weeks, so he's statistically due as well. And he's getting a lot of targets. Yep. Just saying. Just saying. I like right. him a lot this week. All righty, moving along. Falcons, Saints, some Jameis, some Taysom Hill, some Man, Matt I, Ryan in this one. I've got, like, points. everything in this one. Scott had mentioned that before. Tom's got a lot of drops in this one, and with good reason. We've always lit up this this matchup like a Christmas tree when it comes along. You know, this is a this is one of the better games of. Yeah, Tom, pick who you want to talk about, and I'll start sprinkling one. Shut it down. Yeah, so this game, you know, it's usually pretty awesome, but I'm gonna have to shut down Mr. Todd Gurley in this one. Um, I think he scored in about three of his last five which is all well and good because that's how he's been supporting you and your fantasy team. Uh, but no kidding. It's the only way he's been supporting <laughs> it's, you. It's the only way. He's Averaging actually, like two yards a carry. Exactly, Scotty. Way to steal my thunder. He's under three Sorry. yards a carry. It's all good. He's 5,900 on DraftKings, 6,700 on FanDuel. And the price goes to show you possibly here that how not so uh, secure of an option he is 
actually in your redraft leagues. You look at them and you're like, hell yeah, Todd Gurley, right? But that, those prices kind of reflect the reality here. So I definitely wanted to bring him up yeah. in that in that vein. Uh, New Orleans has been awesome against the run. This is a spot where you sit Todd Gurley, and it's a spot where you're glad you didn't have to pay a first-round pick for him like you did in the past. Um, I got dropped right. to go lower for this one, like we said, though. So I got a plum pick here, Scotty, for whenever you're well, ready. Before before we fade off of Todd Gurley, I just wanted to bring up, just so people get an idea, like I'm be- in a league where I have – the only league where I have Todd Gurley – I'm benching him for James Robinson, for Mike Davis, and for DeAndre Swift. So yep. for me, he's he's pretty low this week as well. Um, New Orleans is a very good matchup against running backs. And, yeah. you know, Atlanta's coming off of their bye. I feel oh, okay. down in my plums. Go ahead with your plum pick, Tom. It's not any more than just me throwing more shit on Todd Gurley's name. So don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully he doesn't listen this week. Uh, other weeks, though, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, Unless he'll years. always be our Todd man. Todd. Yeah, he'll always other be years he'll be very happy to listen. Uh, Jared no Cook kidding. this week, gotta love him. Forty one hundred dollars on DraftKings, I think is an amazing price. Sixty one hundred dollars on FanDuel. He's been pretty good as of late, and I know that you're going to tell me that they're not playing with Drew Brees, and that's exactly why I like him. They're playing with Jameis, who loves to throw to the tight end. Um, this is a guy who kept Cameron Brayton in business, a guy who tried to keep OJ Howard in business, but really wound up throwing to the tight end so much. Unless this becomes one of those sneaky tight end weird games that the, you know, some guy that the Saints had that you never even heard of, it should be going to Jared Cook. And if it's not going to Jared Cook, this is not part of the pump pick, but it would be very funny if we get the uh, Jameis to taste some stack that we have joked about before. Wow. Uh, especially since he'll be a tight end in ESPN. If we want to bring super him up for the for the stream contention, we can dip into that conversation right now. You going super Taysom flex Hill. double stack, Jameis oh, and uh Taysom? <laughs> super flex triple stack <laughs> That'd be a because, fun one. Uh, in ESPN because Taysom Hill has ESPN tight end eligibility. So you can tight honestly <laughs> you could play um him and the three quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, in the regular flex, the super flex or no, he would be this. Yeah, he, he could flex them all. That's Taysom Hill. He's too confusing. It doesn't matter where you can put him. If you can put him That's at right. tight end, though, he's certainly in the streaming conversation. 18% on ESPN. Only thing you need to know because, you know, Yahoo, he's not an ESPN. Or he's yeah, not unfortunately, a you can't be an official streamer when you only qualify as a tight end on, across one platform, which I, I mean, he would be my quit, my pick. If he's available in the ESPN league and you have a tight end that's not, you know, elite this is the week for Taysom Hill. I think it would be a fun experiment to have in your lineup. Uh, another fun experiment anyway. always is Jameis Winston, and he's back, baby. 32% on Yahoo. Only 32% for Jameis. 16 on ESPN, so you can get him everywhere. Uh, this is a great offense. This is a great matchup to throw the football against. Uh, you even see that, I mean, obviously Kamara's a stud, and he needs him in the pass game, but Kamara's a little banged up, too. So maybe they rely wow. on the maybe they rely on the pass game a little bit more than than they would normally with a backup quarterback because Jameis has this capability. I think it's worth trying. Alvin yeah. Kamara has been limited in practice all year, and for some reason we just decided to care about it this week. And by well, we, I mean the NFL insiders. So I'm not worried about Alvin Kamara in the slightest. In can this only one. read the He's news when it comes play. out, Don. They don't. I didn't see any news on a Kamara injury until this week. That's all I'm saying. Agreed. If if you uh, if you. If you'll indulge me with one more, I got to scroll down for you. Always. One of, one of the nearest and dearest to me, and that's Emmanuel Sanders. 
Oh, it's like this has to be. I literally was in my head like this has to be Emmanuel Sanders, right? 4900 on DraftKings, an abysmal price for the man. 5600 on FanDuel. Well, also, he's been bad. I don't know abysmal. if you know that. He's not been that bad, Don. Really. One catch last week. One catch last week. Guess how many Michael Thomas has had? Not so many, right? So Three. Two. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what is he, 30% of the wide receiver one? Look, he's like 30% of the price the weeks before that in half-point PPR. Let me check the league I'm looking at this in before I start giving you the wrong stats. Yes, half-point All time saying that, um, nothing quite like Tom going to a plump pick. I want to bring it up. Tom going to a tight end plump pick, dumpster dive tight end as his plump pick, who caught zero balls last week. You love it. You love to see it. That was a weird game script for the Saints passing game, though. They controlled that game from start to finish. Kind of just let the defense and that, Alvin Kamara take That's a Tom Hillier classic right there. Uh, yeah, and then I go Tom, to a receiver to who has one target. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders, half-point PPR. In the games besides last week, right, uh, he had four in a row over 10 fantasy points. And if, you all, if I'll go to the lowest, if you'll indulge me there, you had four weeks in a row over 11.8 fantasy points. Can I interest you in that, Donald? Always. Always. He's got a touchdown. Better than I expected to hear. He's got a touchdown in uh, three of his seven, and he's playing Atlanta. And the number one wide receiver, Michael Thomas, who I'm not saying is bad, just has not played good. That's all I'll say. So he's got Jameis Winston. Jameis can uncork it. And uh, I think Sanders can find himself crossing the painted line. I like that this week. I completely agree, Tom. I also want to just throw one more in there. Uh, Hayden Hurst might have been out there through the Falcons by because he hasn't been that great. He's only had one week under five half PPR points. And I know what you're saying. Don, that's amazing. Oh, my God. What a great tight end investment. <laughs> Listen. The Saints are the number two team in terms of giving up the most points to the tight end this year behind only Hayden Hurst's own team. So he plays a lot. You could do a lot worse. And I was sure. able to go out there and get him in, I think, two or three leagues this week. So keep an eye open if he's out there. I think he's definitely a plug and play start. I'm going to take those seven points to the bank. Baby. Listen, if, <laughs> if that's all you get, then you, like. You know, that's you. exactly what you're getting him for. Uh, I mean, you're getting what, him because what otherwise you're going to pick up Logan Thomas. Are you going to get four? I mean, last week I was looking, I was doing some tight end research, and it was like I saw a write up on Dallas Goddard. It's like he caught four passes for 33 yards last week, but he was only tight end 15. <laughs> four for 33 gives you a top 15, 15 finish yeah, at tight end. It's, it's just disgusting. I mean, Tom had the greatest. About- what the deep dive on the tight ends last week, but what do you think about Zach yeah. Ertz coming back? He practiced today. It can't be any worse. That's what than I'm what saying. What he was like, before he got hurt. Well, I I think it's going. And there's no better options. Say. That's exactly right. He, he can't be worse than everyone else. Yes, His exactly. Certainly, even higher. though he was worse than everyone else to start the well, year. <laughs> you know what? He he was hurt, right? So that's my that's what I'll keep telling myself. He got hurt, he went on IR, and now he's better. He's back and he's ready to resume Zach Ertz's duties. I picked him up for $1. Just like the Eagles are ready to go back to the playoffs. They look great. (laughs) I picked him up for $1, and I'm kind of excited. I I, I would think that a move like that, obviously, you know, there's not a lot of risk involved in adding Ertz right now, so why not? Yeah. All righty, we move on. The 9-0 Steelers visiting the 1-8 Jaguars. What could go wrong here? Am I right? Did we stink this? No. 
Big time trap game potential. The Jags just played the Packers very tough last they did. week. This is, this is a trap game. The Packers, the, the Packers have a terrible defense, and the Steelers have a great defense. They do. And when you play against bad teams, a great defense will show itself. I agree with you, Don. I think this could be a route. Hey, I got a tangent to go off on. I know we haven't been. Uh, We're on the, running on the, really behind. So, like, I I consider the value of this. It's not high value, but it's coming anyway. All Jake right. Luton, right? His name is Jake Luton. There's a there's an airport in London called Luton, right? The Jacksonville Jags. Jaguars are gonna move to London. <laughs> Maybe you know conspiracy. And fly into the airport that his dad owns. Uh, Illuminati, maybe. Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. Illuminati. I'll tell you what. If it's all a conspiracy to keep Gardner Minshew on the bench, I'm pissed, and that's what it feels like. <laughs> For sure. Um, are you interested in DJ Chark? I would be interested in DJ Chark. Always. Why is that? Because he's, he's been getting football. peppered. Yeah, he. I mean, he's good. But, I mean, am I interested in what regard? In the fact that, like, whoever has him probably needs to start him? <laughs> like, I ain't paying for him in, in like, a daily format. Yeah, I'm just That's saying. Fair. Well, you can't play anyone else. You're not going to bank on another punt return from, what's his name? Keelan Cole. Cole. No. You're certain, and make sure you pay attention to James Robinson. He popped up with a shoulder injury today. I saw you. You can't have J. Rob go down, Scotty. Yeah, I had to go ahead and scoop Ozigbo where I have uh, Robinson just in case. Are you Ozigbo the only healthy back on the roster? Yeah, Chris Thompson's not healthy. No way. Believe it or not, (laughs) he's a horse. He just hit IR, actually (laughs) against all odds. So he's like Patriots, very unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> Patriots, Texans. Uh, I got my plum pick in this one. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Let's start with my shutdown. Oh, we do. Shut it down. We're not starting with you, Don, all right? Fine. <laughs> Birthday, bitch. We're, we're starting with Duke Johnson. Um, he was terrible last week in a mm-hmm. revenge game, and I was really hoping that he'd be good, and he was terrible. And the scary part was is he did basically nothing in the receiving game. I don't know if he caught a single pass. Um, 6,000 on FanDuel, 5,400 on DraftKings. Uh, the New England defense was very good against the run against the Ravens in a game where like the weather kind of seemed like they should run all the time, you know, so that maybe the Patriots knew what were coming either way. The Patriots have been good against the run, especially the past couple weeks. And Houston is just bad right now. Yep. And I, I'm not trusting their starting running back. Houston has not won a game against anybody but the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. I see that continuing, which is why I'm plum picking Jacoby Myers in this one. I can feel it down in my plums. As I mentioned last week, my plum picks for the rest of the year are going to be, what is the most 2020 thing that can happen? And the most 2020 thing that can happen that I see this week is the Patriots continue their winning ways and somehow, some way, find a way back atop the AFC East. And I think that starts with a win against the Texans and their awful pass defense. I think this is a big coming out game for Jacoby Myers, who's looked great the past couple of weeks. I see a big game in store for him. He's had a couple of big games where he hasn't scored. I think he gets his touchdown this week through the air, not passing to Rex Burkhead. He's he is playing the Julian Edelman role to a T. Yeah. They're even letting him throw. That's how much <laughs> the Julian Edelman role he has taken over. It is a full clone and copy. So you don't think that his coming out? What were you saying, Tom? Shut up, Tom. You don't think his coming out party was when he went 12 for 169? 
No, it's this week. <laughs> I'm saying the coming out party is continuing over for the, the last three weeks. Yeah, it's just a it's a big party, Tom. It's going forever. Yeah, <laughs> it's for like one, Woodstock. Two. Just 14 <laughs> yards a catch on 12 catches. <laughs> when did that happen? Didn't notice. Who are we scrolling down for? <laughs> I'm scrolling down for Damian Harris. Uh, what? 300 yard games in his last five games. How does he still qualify? Monday night. He's a Monday night priced oh. guy. Uh, he's 5,800 on FanDuel. Yep. Tom, Tom got us on that one right away. So you always got to check those guys that played on Monday night. 5,800 on FanDuel, 5,700 on DraftKings. So he barely sneaks in. Uh, I'm not overly excited for him. I didn't love the scroll down options at running back. So he was the best one I thought besides maybe Tom's. But uh, he's getting a lot of carries. The thing that scares me is Cam Newton, you know? So, like, I'm banking on Damian Harris to do what exactly? Score from, like, 15 yards out? Because if it's 12, it's probably going to be a Cam run. And if it's a <laughs> long play, it's probably going to be Rex Burkhead, it seems like, right? So he's in this weird spot where he's a good chain mover. He's going to see 20 carries, but is he going to be used where we need him to? He doesn't catch the ball ever. No. Yeah, but if he gets 20 carries against Houston, he should have a good week. There's no more LeGarrette Blunt role. It has become Cam Newton. Cam Newton just took it. Yeah. So that's what makes him tough. The matchup is definitely there for him. Like I said, the other scroll down options weren't the best. Um, so I think you could trot him out there if you're looking for a cheap option. If you're hot to trot. I think he- I really, I mean, he he's really good. Like, yeah. He looks really good running the football. There's just a little, you know, the Patriots backfield. There's just the Patriots Sometimes thing that he has to deal with. not enough. It sucks. Yeah. Being good sometimes not enough. Just ask Carson Wentz and the Eagles. <laughs> they play the Browns this week, uh, who are not good, but somehow are 6-3. Yeah, and three. Right, I'll see you guys there. Oh, who had the privilege of stinking this one? Yeah, th- this one was me. Uh, I know you can't stink the Browns because they're your favorite team. They certainly And Tom are was last to the dock, so this was a nice, easy one for your boy. Um, if the weather plays a factor like it has the past couple weeks, not only will the Eagles offense stink like it normally does, the Bears, or I'm sorry, the Bears. The Bears offense is god awful too. But the Browns offense will definitely stink, uh, as evidence over their last two weeks, scoring a combined what 16 points, I believe, in their last two games. They lost 16 to six to the Raiders, and they uh, won 10 seven against question. Houston or that something like that. That's, so that's a Don question. Uh, oh, it's, so he's all over it. But I mean, I mean, Tom, that I mean, scoring points goes hand in hand with fantasy. Am I right? Usually, uh, I can neither and when nor and when a team when a team you're playing is and when you're playing for a team that's averaging eight points per game over the last two weeks, I don't think it's something I'll be too excited in. You flip to the other side of the ball, and the Eagles are terrible. That's all I have to say. They're terrible. They're and not I feel great. Terrible. <laughs> I'm not dismissing them like, like everybody else does. <laughs> I'm dismissing them. I mean, if you come off your bye week and lose to the Giants, like that should be fire everywhere. And Carson Wentz plays like garbage, and you still don't go to Jalen Hurts. They're not going to. This has to be the Browns defense. It is the Browns defense. Yeah. (laughs) Not in Joko. 40% Yahoo, 46% on ESPN. We don't need to make the official, or I guess I don't need to make the official decision yet. We still got a little to go. But I do think that they will probably be it for the aforementioned suckery of the Eagles. Got something for yep. you, though. Uh-oh. Brown's defense should get an extra vote of confidence because they play Jacksonville next week in case uh, Lupin is exposed as a fraud. 
Uh, nice. You know, there's a high chance that you could play Cleveland if Luton is just fine anyway. But so my point is, they're a streamer. They're widely available, and you might get two weeks out of them. Yep, that's a beauty. I would love that. Love that little tidbit. Thank you, Tom. Big Browns guy over here. Oh yeah, big Browns guy. Big Browns guy. Should see my toilet. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> Couldn't pass it up. Huh? Lions sorry, Panthers. Right away. Right away. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just, I'm sorry. So sorry. I had to say the poop joke. It came <laughs> in my head and I was like, this has to come out, doesn't it? Oh, Lions Panthers. I, I got some good ones for this. Speaking one. of stink. Pay me what you want. Oh, oh, I, I don't think this game is going to stink because the reports are, are, are showing me that Teddy Bridgewater might play. We'll get to him in a second. Uh, I want to pay up for a man I disrespected last week, I want to take the time to say, I'm sorry, DeAndre Swift. You showed us all wrong last week, or especially me, that you can take over this backfield and become the workhorse that we all wanted. 16 carries, and he caught five, all five of his targets, I believe. He might have had six and caught five balls or something like that. Um, 6,900 on FanDuel, 6,400 on DraftKings. I'm willing to buy in after one week as a starter going off like that, and now he gets Carolina. Let's Right. I am all in on that. I think he should have a huge week this week. And I'm also scrolling down for another guy who might get some carries in that same game. And that's actually going to be Curtis Samuel. And the reason why I like him, let me get this drop in. The reason why I like him so much is, like I said, Detroit is terrible against the run, right? So they can be had on big plays. But Curtis Samuel mixes in on red zone carries a lot. And it's frustrating for the people who have owned Mike Davis and yes. thought that he was just going to be this McCaffrey. But no, Samuel mixes in. So you're not only are you getting targets, you're getting rushing attempts against a really bad run defense. I really like Curtis Samuel, 5,600 on FanDuel, but only 4,700 on DraftKings. Coming off a clunker, I think he bounces back this week. He's a lot of fun to have in your lineups, for sure. You know, he can always kind of wreck your matchup in your favor or against it, depending on how it goes but um yeah I, I really like it i just like that little sprinkle in like the detroit's terrible against the run oh. you know samuel will probably see four or five carries mixed in with his four or five targets at least in this game it, it's a it's an interesting little avenue for him and even the other running back mike davis is is in a great spot too the lions for giving sure. up the most fantasy points against running backs just let up three rushing touchdowns last week against washington and we wanted to get back to teddy because He's probably going to play. He's probably going to play, and a lot of people dropped him. You know, he he didn't have as big a game against Atlanta. I think people gave up on him. He's been lights out since that game. Uh, If he can go against Detroit, he's 44% on Yahoo, 32 on ESPN. But if he can't go, I think the Lions defense becomes interesting here Mm -hmm. because you're going to be throwing in Will Greer or or P.J. Walker. Either way, I think it's their first career start. I I think Greer might have got a start at the end of last year. but Greer had a start, and he did really bad. Exactly. So so if those those guys get a chance, you can always throw in a defense that's playing against a first-time starter. Which actually was the final one, but we're going with the Browns. As the Browns' official streaming defense this week. Browns Day. That's my vote, but I think it's everybody's vote. Dog pound. <laughs> that was like a sputtering lawnmower. Cool. The Titans <laughs> gonna Ravens. Win the this game. <laughs> Titans Ravens. This should be a fun one. Both teams kind of in need of a signature win, and this is really the opportunity to do it in. Um, 
I mean, this is a pretty straightforward game. You had this one as a shootout. Yeah, I just I don't think either defense stops what the opposing offense does well. Ravens gave it up a lot on the ground in their last few games. In comes Derrick Henry, who's kind of in need of a get right game himself. Ravens D line is beat up too. Uh, The Titans defense has just been bad all over the place. God awful. Facing a Ravens offense that could kind of use a get right game. So when that when those two things happen, like I think this game could easily get into the 30s. Who have the Titans played that it's good? The uh, Steelers last and the Bills, both of those games were flirting with the 30s. So this is the kind of game that I think could easily get into the 30s on both sides. I'm not taking the over. I'm just enjoying the game and probably betting on Derrick Henry to score. It's always a good bet. A little gambling yeah, advice yeah, for you. You'll, you get a, you'll get a real good payout on that one, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, you got to parlay it with something fun. Like, I don't know, maybe like Hollywood Brown over – 20 receiving yards and he gets a 19 yard <laughs> catch on the first drive and then doesn't get targeted again until the fourth fades quarter. to obscurity. Exactly. Like that's fun for me to do. He would be <laughs> droppable if his playoff schedule wasn't unreal. Do you want to run that down real quick? Cause where I have him, I'm thinking about snipping him and never looking back. <laughs> I'll pull it. I mean, I've got it and it's at my fingertips already and it's now in my field of vision. So from, I think that's from here on, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'll just go for his schedule from here on. It's all green, by the way. It's Titans, green as, great matchup, by the way. For it's him. all, it's as green as it comes. Uh, and Pittsburgh's not going to sound like a good matchup, but they've been bad versus receivers. Ready? So, uh, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Dallas, Cleveland, Jacksonville, Giants, and if you play Week hmm. Seventeen, Cincinnati. Hmm. Yeah, he's got a chance. They get the so G-Men week 16. It's going to be tough to G-men trot him out the there ship. and trust him in those weeks, man. G-Men mm. in the ship. Jags week 15. Marquez Valdez-Scantling mm. just went for a buck 50. And yep. Cleveland week 14. Dallas week Ooh. 13. Just 13 through ship is like unbelievable. Yeah, that is really nice. He'll probably catch like 12 balls in 100%. <laughs> Devin Duvernay going to take the job over. <laughs> Hopefully it means something for Mark Andrews. It was a little, it was exciting to see that he caught seven passes last week and got nine targets. This is a good matchup for a tight end as well against Tennessee. So yep. yeah, it wasn't enough for me to beat Don though. One Keep point. going, Andrews. Nope. Maybe this week. Jets you, Chargers in the someone's got a win bowl. Uh, speaking of bowl, looks like Justin Herbert used one to cut his hair. Um, got him. Actually, thanks. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like the, the, the like Sid the me. Should have said he was better off using a bowl when he cut his hair because he looks like (laughs) Sid from Toy Story. I've been saying that about Derek Carr for years. And you're right. uh, Yeah, he shaved his facial hair and cut his hair. He lost like four or five years. He's a young buck. Like a different man. Another young buck I'm interested in this one is uh, Kalen Balazs versus the New York Jets themselves. $5,600 $5,600 on uh, DraftKings, $5,800 on FanDuel. Pretty square prices all around. Um, just Respected. a great matchup. And if you're going to need to you know, view Desperation Flex, this is the week. Um, doesn't look like Austin Eckler's coming back. You know, They gave no. this guy a million and a half carries last week. I expect a million and a half carries again. You Maybe see what Anthony they, Lynn said? What did they say? Feed the man? Anthony Lynn was like, yeah, he's definitely our primary ball carrier, and we're going to look to get him even more touches this week. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's up with this guy. He got 23 touches last week. Yeah, I'm not sure what the – Kalen Balazs must have a good agent. Are you going to make me say it? Yeah, what is the deal with him? What? 
Arizona State. Revenge game. Oh. <laughs> oh, this one counts for you. This counts. Yeah. yeah Revenge police talk- or yeah, allow right. this one. We literally talked about this already on the last episode because I mentioned him as a waiver wire guy. He's a great one-week rental. Um, he's fine in daily fantasy if you want to round out your lineup with like a mid-price guy. He's definitely a scroll down. And he's a desperation flex with upside for the rest of the season because who the hell knows what's going on with the Los Angeles this is, Chargers. This is there. where we reached uh, in the year 2020. And Tom, you can help me decide on if I'm if I'm just thinking too much. Uh, I'm sitting there. I added Kalen Balaj a couple weeks ago in our Dynasty League. It's you know, deep league, bunch of bench spots. I'm like, ah, screw it. I'll have Kalen Balash. Here I am sitting here week 11, staring at my lineup. Who do I start? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or Kalen Balash? That's crazy. Um, I mean, here's the deal. We didn't get this uh, report out, so great timing for Scott to ask, except we didn't get to the game, so that's probably why. But apparently, the whole starting defense of the Raiders has had a close contact with COVID and is in jeopardy to not play on Sunday unless they all clear um, the consecutive day's test from here on oh, out. Holy Either shit. way, their whole defense isn't going to practice leading up to the Chiefs. To the Mahomes game. Yeah. Number all right. Two. I'll probably play CEH. <laughs> but, like, Balaj is going to get a lot of touches, and it's the Jets. It's tough. I know. and CH Maybe I'll play him over James Conner instead. Yeah, trust me. I've looked at I, – I stared at Kareem Hunt even. And uh, yeah. thank God Kareem Hunt had an amazing uh, amazing workload last week, so I'll probably be still playing Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I agree. I think that's I would stick with him too. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Browns don't throw the ball, so I think Tough. that's, that's I'll fair. let you guys know what I decide. Yeah. All righty. Dolphins-Broncos, we have a stinker in this game, I believe, and I also have uh, my scroll down. Yeah, I called this one a stinky boy. Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. I completely agree with this, Tom, but I want to hear what you say. Yeah, I mean, Tua's not, like, lighting the world on fire. He's doing fine. He's playing very, like, game manager-esque. Derrick Henry didn't even run that well against this team. So, you know, Tua's really going to actually have to test it. And the Denver defense has obviously not been great, right? But you get into a tough matchup here um, with Denver looking down the barrel of the Miami defense, which is a great start this year. Scott's been harboring them in every league since they were a streamer. So I tried to add them every league I'm in with Scott. He's got them. Uh, Big Dolphins guy. Yeah. Uh, Drew Locke is not healthy <laughs> right now. Drew Locke doesn't even play. He did not practice today. Um, so just like the interchanging parts here with two decent defenses at something, I just don't see this game being like uh, – it might be more sloppy than it is, uh, you know, a track meet. I, I just don't think there's going to be too many points on the board. More sloppy fantasy, than sexy, you think, for this more, one? More sloppy than sexy. And I think uh, for fantasy, it's it's a little inconsistent. It's a little incongruent. Who do you trust? Devontae Parker, bad week. You know, Don's I mean? about to like, tell you who to trust. Oh, I'm about to Don, tell you. Don, tell me who to trust. Running back for the Dolphins this week, Matt Breda practice, but we know how brittle he is, and he doesn't even really get utilized that much when he's healthy anyway. We're looking at Salvan Ahmed. Everybody yeah, really makes sure to hit trust. that Ahmed. Ahmed. Well, listen, you're go- <laughs> he's going against, he's the lead running back on a team that runs the ball a, a healthy amount going oh, yeah. against a defense that just let up, what, four rushing touchdowns last week to Josh Jacobs and Devontae Booker? Yep. Yes, they've been good against running backs in the past, but they're not playing well right now. They're either going to be sending out turnover machine Drew Locke or 
Brett Rippian, who was a turnover machine in his one start against the Jets. Against the Jets. Jets are really good. Who almost beat the that. Broncos. Got to account for that. And the thing with the Dolphins' defense is they're getting ahead of teams and they're not letting them back in it. Look at what they did with San Francisco. Look at what they did. Like, like to Tom, it's because to Tom's point, like Tua is already a good NFL quarterback. He yeah. can manage the game. He can get you those third downs that extended drive. He puts you in field goal range to t- keep the game distance. And you know, he knows when he needs to to stick the ball in Silvan Ahmed's gut <laughs> and let him rumble. Yeah, they run the they run the ball heavily. So I'm in on him. He, if he, if you're desperate for a running back stream, he's my guy this week. Because I think he's a pretty good lock for 15 touches. Now nah, he's he gets some work out of the backfield as well. Yeah, it's you guys found some good, like, some good scroll downs. It's just funny to be like, who do you trust? Oh, you trust the guy most of you have never heard of. That's who you trust. Well, you trust the guy that's had one good week in his whole life. <laughs> two. Two weeks ago, he was good, too. And the first week he was out there, I was like, man, like he's running pretty well. Like I don't know. Let's see what he looks like next week. He played really well last week, and I was like, I'm claiming him everywhere. And you so guys, with something like that, I felt like I had to get him on the show. You guys have Melvin Gordon anywhere? Nope. I made a point to not have him. I don't either. Is he doing good anymore? I no. think he's been pretty bad been recently, awful. right? Early on, he was good. Yes. Before he got hurt. Yeah, I mean, um, I was out on Melvin Gordon. Don't have him. Actually, yeah, I had so, him in one so league, and I traded him in, in the very beginning of the year for Mark Andrews. Smart. Always smart to trade for Mark Andrews, if you ask me. Well... <laughs> It's, Cowboys, it Vikings. Go. It was touching go there for a little while. Some would argue it still is. We'll uh, Cowboys, Vikings. This we one got a bunch of them. In oh, there. I got to pay up in this one. I don't even I'm know going first. Okay, stop trying to cut the line. I can feel down in my clothes. Listen, Shame on me for listen, trying to step in front of the birthday. Bitch the person again. who goes first is the person in control of the drops. Don, you want to go first? You run the drops. I do enough. Pump pick, Amari Cooper. <laughs> yeah, first time in my life. Okay. Yeah. Scotty, I was actually it. pissed that you put this on there because I was going to do the same thing, which should give I mean, this know, is, a little extra This is confidence. a beatable matchup. He's 6,900 on Fandle. He's only 5,400 on DraftKings. Insane. And he was good with Andy Dalton and heavily targeted still when Andy Dalton was playing, which was against Arizona and, I believe, Washington. Washington. And uh, in those two games, he combined for 17 targets. He caught 14 passes, and he scored a touchdown. So his usage probably won't go anywhere without in, with Andy Dalton in. Andy Dalton is a capable quarterback, and this is a capable matchup, contrary to what the Bears might lead you to believe from Monday night. The Bears suck. So Andy Dalton badly. is It's a good. shame that they have a bye this week so that we can't talk about him. That's right, Tom. Andy Dalton actually is good. Let's head to the stream. Then we'll get the dance pay. We stream. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Believe we alluded to this last episode That's or right. maybe last week. That's Let's right. Let's talk about Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Kirk Cousins at home has gone twenty plus every single game he's played at home this year. So. And that's in a regular scored, you know, quarterback format where you get four for a touchdown, two for a pick. Uh that's a pretty good number, 20 plus. You know, when we're going for the stream, that's our goal, right? We're trying to, we're pumped if we get our, our streamer, our streamer to get 20 plus. Kirk's been 20 plus every time at home. Some tougher matchups in there where he did this as well. I like him this week. Uh, and and then the sounds the, like Kirk Cousins is getting it done. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, 
And then the last streamer for tight end, I, I, I felt like I had to throw, like, we have Taysom Hill, who's like a deep dive for ESPN. I felt like I had to throw a deep dive for Yahoo on there. So we went Dalton Schultz. Uh, he's been targeted pretty well. He, he got 15 targets in the two games where the backups played. Mm-hmm. Not as many targets in the Dalton games, which you can expect with the more comparable quarterback, not targeting the tight end as much. But he's still involved, and he still plays the entire game for them. That is correct. I got to make decisions now, huh? Yep. Um, quarterback is easy for me, Jameis Winston. Yes, without obviously. question. I'm actually um, shocked and then, at Ben's ownership level. It's very high. He's been really good the last two weeks. I know. I was gonna say. I was checking to see if he was a last minute stream possibility. He's at eighty two percent. Yeah. ESPN. Yeah, and he's. I might even be higher on Yahoo as well because it's normally higher on Yahoo compared to ESPN for like every player for some reason. It's weird like that. But maybe there's just more roster spots on Yahoo uh, in a standard uh, league than ESPN. And then for the tight end, uh, I'm going to cheat. And if you're on ESPN, I'm going to say Taysom, Taysom Hill. And oh, if yeah. you're on Yahoo, I'm going to say Logan Thomas. We deserve to use Taysom Hill here. Ta- this is we've earned this is the week to play Taysom Hill of all weeks, maybe ever. Ever. Yep. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. time. <laughs> yep. No doubt. All right. Also, I'm All actually right. shocked that Don didn't bring up, or we didn't get to the Steelers yet, did we? Or did we? No, no. I I was gonna let it fly under the radar, but we did not bring up Deontay. Don Johnson has to tell us that down. that you should pay up for Adam Thielen this week. Yeah, I actually hey, thought that. Want you, I thought that Don, Deontay tell us Johnson about how Adam Thielen's a top five receiver. <laughs> well, he is, and everybody, you know what? I'm because I just got sick of it. Everybody's like, oh, like Justin Jefferson has emerged as the Vikings' number one He's wide receiver. Good, First of all, bullshit. He's good, though. Did he score twice against the Bears? I hear you. No, he didn't. I hear you. Who's Thielen, got Kirk's eye in the red the zone? He went the for one. like buck 30, though. Until you yeah, wear the He went pr- in. He did. Great. Feeling still the number one. He's going to show it this week, week against the Cowboys. Goes, you need 100 yards to impress me. And then there this it is. Did I say that about Justin Jefferson? Somebody you were talking to say you were saying like hundred yards is the litmus. Like I I need a hundred yards from my guys. Justin Jefferson goes for like a buck thirty, and you're like f him. I one hundred percent forgot that I said that. It was something along those lines. Tom's not a hundred percent on it either, but I I do remember what he's talking about. It might have been me who was complaining about the hundred yards. To be honest, I think it was Don. But uh, is Thielen going to get 100 this week, or is he just catching touchdowns? I think like he's last a week? lock for over 100 and, wow. and a couple touchdowns. Wow. Yeah. A lock for over 100 and a couple touchdowns? You watching ads yeah, over there, lock. Doug? Of course. Yeah, of course. Why, why, what else would he be doing? Yeah, who knows? I don't even know how it came up. I saw the look of shame on your face. Trust me. What's the next game, Dingus? Well, on the Dingus schedule, <laughs> we've got Packers Colts. <laughs> a true... I don't know what to think of this game. I just think it's going to be fun. I don't know. <laughs> dingus is such a fun word to say. I wish I could feel it down in my plums. Oh, okay. Let's hear this. Would you like to get your wish in first? No. Naeem Hines. <laughs> uh, no, I would not like to wish. <laughs> no. My, my dreams have been crushed. Hope is a dangerous <laughs> thing, Andy Dufresne. Maybe uh, the most dangerous of all things. Naeem Hines, he scores his touchdowns and twos. Uh, keep in mind, it's me plum picking him and not Tom. So it's not a guarantee that he's going to score two touchdowns. <laughs> if it was Tom plum picking him, it would be a mortal lock that Naeem Hines would go off. 
But I'm going to try and steal a little thunder and a little magic from Tom this week. Uh, Green Bay's been had by running backs, whether it be on the ground or through the air. Naeem Hines, in my opinion, showed enough last week that you got to start getting this guy more touches. You got to get him more involved in the game plan. He's better than Wilkins. He's shown better than Jonathan Taylor. I won't say he's a better running back, but he has shown better in his opportunities. Let's see some more for Naeem Hines. And let's get him out there against Green Bay. If you've been harboring him on your bench, not sure when to play him because he's such a tricky guy, I think you throw him out there and you hope this is one of those big ones. I like it. I I was my wish, if I may get to it now, (laughs) my wish on Scott's birthday is I just wish like we knew how in the doghouse Jonathan Taylor was. Because in addition to Naheem Hines, I would I I would give a look to Jordan Wilkins. In this game, I thought about doing a scroll down for touches. Jonathan Taylor. Honestly, yeah, I mean, like, I, but I don't want to get caught holding the stick of dynamite when it goes off. And like, I was considering in a league where I'm super thin at running back because I'm waiting on Mostert to come back. I was considering starting Jordan Wilkins. Now I'm going to get super lucky because I have Gio Bernard in that league, and it does look like Mixon's going to miss another week. So this whole point was moot. But I'm just saying, like, would have been nice if there was actually a two back system in Indianapolis because. In addition to Naheem Hines being a start, which I think is absolutely true, he earned his his touches and then some That's what I'd imagine, rolling right? forward last week. But what the Colts seem like they do, just to get a peek behind the curtain, or my best attempt at a peek behind the curtain for them, they roll those running backs out. Everybody gets a possession. And then yeah. whichever one looks the best, they prioritize. Right. And that's what happened to Naeem Hines last week. And I don't know, I think in a matchup like this, if you give Naeem Hines that chance again, I think he seizes the backfield. So you do this, and they all look good against the horrible Packers. What do you do next defense. week? <laughs> what, do you, what do you do on the fourth drive? You just, Who goes out? Yeah, you good know, question. Are you running, Hopefully they all have three touchdowns, but it doesn't matter. That, are you just hoping that they get 12 drives and each running back gets four drives all to himself? <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. But I do think if you're going to play any of those uh, Colts running backs, it's Naeem Hines for sure. Uh, Lazard back for the Packers. I don't know if I'd start him if I if I had him. Even if I was desperate, I would want to see how Tom, he looks. But. Tom had a uh, potential stinker on here. I guess he must have wiped it off the dock, but I thought it was interesting. He put this on the stinker radar if Adams doesn't play. Mm, uh, yeah. You know they are careful with Adams. Yes. So I, I think that's more the, the takeaway before we move on from this game. I just want to make sure the people who have Adams get your backup plan. Maybe yep. it is Lazard. Maybe yep. it's MVS, but... Get a backup plan. Yeah, he was limited Wednesday, so definitely something to keep track of as we move through the week. The Sunday night game, Chiefs coming off of a bye. The infamous Andy Reid off of a bye statistics will be a plenty during the broadcast of this game. Going against the Raiders who, listen, I've said a lot of stuff about how dumb I thought the Raiders were for giving Gruden the contract he did. But he's got this team looking real good and like a real contender. I mean, Don, when you have a dominant player on your team like Daniel Carlson, <laughs> you're always going to have a chance to win football games. Well, I don't even know who he that is. He just keeps them in the game, Dan the Bucket Carlson. Oh, the bucket. Oh, the, the walking bucket. bucket. <laughs> I So every time like we talk about him in our group chat, I look for that. They still don't have like a widely available gif of Tyler Hero saying, saying I'm, I'm a, a bucket. Because <laughs> every time he makes a field goal, I want to send that gif to our chat because we're because you know I've scored Daniel at Carlson least 15 show. points across leagues with one Daniel yeah. Carlson field oh goal. Oh my god! Are you He's uh, kicker four right are now? You though searching <laughs> for the gifts through Group Me. Yes. Yeah, you're not terrible gonna... selection on Group Me. The, the, the Even Twitter, I've looked for it. Both limited. Both limited. Yeah. 
Well, I think it's actually the same selection. It could be. Yeah. Both provided by Giphy or whatever. Exactly. Anyway, not the point. That Giphy um, salesman is landing some big contracts. Yeah, you don't need to say a shootout for this one, but you play everybody in this game. Well, the Chiefs bring the points. We know that. Sammy C-H. Watkins looking like he's back this week. C-H I, almost put, them the, I almost put them as the shootout for me, but then I figured that the Chiefs are banned. Getting that automatic. Well, the good thing with the Raiders defense, and this is like, it's not an Raiders injury thing where time. you're going to have to. What? Didn't the Raiders win last time? Yeah, they beat them 40 Yeah, and then they drove their buses around for a lap around Arrowhead Stadium to take a victory lap. The Chiefs are going to win this game by 45 points. Circle but the wagons. Not the point. Circle the wagons. That's right. But the good thing about the Raiders thing is if if it's a COVID thing, you're going to know at like 9 o'clock. You're not going to have to wait until an hour and a half before the game for the inactives to pop up because all that COVID stuff gets communicated early in the morning. Right. So, you so can, what are you saying? That you'll know the start the Chiefs players more yeah. so? Well, see, for you specifically. Okay, I see what you're saying. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But in the morning, I'll know for CEH at night. So yeah, if there's like nobody CEH playing, playing against, in their front seven, yeah. I should start them over Kalen Bullock. Exactly. I got you. Yeah. That's all I was saying. I'm, That's a good point. I'm going to be pissed if I have to bench <laughs> my boy Kwiatkowski in the IDP league. <laughs> oh, he's going to be busy. He got me a ton of points last week, and I don't know his first name. <laughs> Bucks Rams in this uh, in the uh, Monday night game. This is going to be an interesting one. Rams defense playing great. Buccaneers offense we know has been up and down. down. I am shutting down Antonio Brown in this one. Um, Shut it, Brown. Too coward to shut down Evans. I would never. I literally will never shut down Mike Evans on this show unless he's playing against Marshawn Lattimore. The monsters. You think Antonio Brown is going to get like? The special treatment over Mike Evans, though? I just think he's a piece of shit, and there's another <laughs> legal thing that came out with him, and the NFL has grounds to suspend him. I don't know if they're going to announce that. Security but like, camera shouldn't have looked at him. Certainly not as What you looking as at? Did. Exactly. Camera. What you're looking at? <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. I don't, it's probably more I'm of like terrified a of this game. I'm not going to lie. This is a weird, this I'm is terrified of this game because – the Bucks not only have not played well against teams with winning records, aside from the Packers, the only reason that they played well in that game actually is because the Packers are one of the few winning teams that gets no pressure on the quarterback at all. Yeah, and that's Brady been Brady Brady's biggest problem this year, and the Bucks' biggest problem as a whole is when they face pressure and Brady can't go through the progressions, things just break down for them in epic fashion. So. This is a type of team where Aaron Donald can take this game over by yeah. himself. And if he does, then Brady's going to be looking at him like he was Khalil Mack on Monday night when they played against the Bears and they barely won. Did they even win? I think they lost. No, they lost game. to the Bears. You know, so those types of players can really disrupt what the Bucs are trying to do, yep. which terrifies me. I'm still, am I still playing Brady where I have him? Yes. Am I playing Evans where I have him? Yes. But I'm, I have my trepidations about the game. Yeah, to your point, Tom, I think it's obvious Evans gets the banner coverage, but I like what Arians, it seems like Bruce Arians has been getting making a more concerted effort when he notices that Evans is getting that one-on-one shutdown corner coverage. They play him in the slot a little bit more, which is what they were doing a lot against the Saints, which was how Evans kind of racked up some catches in that game, especially against the Giants too, so he could get away from Bradbury as well. Helping your best players succeed. What a novel thought. It, it's insane that that's considered like a radical coaching move it's like, like whoa he's, uh, he, he's they mixed their own receiver in this 
He's still their goal line back as well. That's, Absolutely that's exactly correct. what I thought you were going to say, Don. That like, yeah, you can you can give him some clamps, but can't stop him at the goal line. And I would have had no argument. Yeah. Speaking of the goal line, uh, you, you playing Ronald Jones this week coming off 190 yards and a touchdown? I'm not. How really, you? You're sarcastic. Uh, I, in, a, in one of the leagues where I have him, right, right now I'm not playing him. Wow. Wow. You ride that. I don't know. I think you ride that. You think absolutely. Well, you know Dude, the week before he did nothing. You know who he, the reminds, week that he did, did nothing. nothing the week before that. That's what I'm you know saying. These matchups are not conducive. Reminds me of a young me. No, he reminds me of um, <laughs> Isaiah <laughs> Crowell after that last like huge run he had, where like Isaiah Crowell would have like a random 80 yard touchdown. Yeah, and then, like turd games and some touchdowns. He kind of is that. That's exactly what he is. And he hit a 90-yard touchdown against Carolina. Yeah. It's the worst run defense in football for the past two seasons. I'm not trying to disparage the man, but I have my fears about him as well. I think you hate his guts. I have my fears about Rojo as well. Big boy Ronald. Going to be be strong this week. You hate him in all of his nicknames. (laughs) All right. That'll do it until Tuesday. Hey, special programming note. Next week, week of Thanksgiving, as you guys know, we love to do this. The week 12 preview will be released on Wednesday, so you can get all our hot takes in your ears. Remember, maybe I keep up my tradition of every one of my picks being from a Thanksgiving game. Oh, how, how about this one, too? Who knows? This week, Saturday, Sunday record with all three of us in the same damn room. In the building. In a building. I think there's going to be some happy tears. Let's go. In this episode. I, I cannot wait for that. I just Hopefully we got some wins to celebrate yeah. as well. I was trying to. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, so, Tom, we will yeah. see you physically, not just on my Skype window soon. In the meantime, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at RutzFF. You can check out our Man Catch Monday 30 Burger Thursday posts. Hit us up with some advice. We've already got requests coming in for advice this week. Always appreciate the help. And always want to help you guys. So feel free to send that to us. We will see everybody Tuesday for the week 11 recap. And on Wednesday for the week 12 preview. Keep scoring.